Hey everyone, it's those good old-fashioned values, and we are back in the studio with the with the original three. No more live shows, and we're talking about Venture Brothers season three. We are continuing our journey down one of the better shows we've ever talked about, one of the least painful ones that we've had to really yes. sink our teeth into. So, it, and we also have a guest. We also have a guest. Uh, if you all listen to our South Park series, you'll recognize him. If you're on Twitter, you might also recognize him. It's a uh, Grim. Grim, how are you doing? From I'm the, great. Wait, from I, Billy and Mandy? Yeah. <laughs> I thought we were like doing the Bible Like the Black. Jamaican skeleton? You thought we were doing Bible Black? Okay. That's, well. that's what I was informed. I wasn't, but hey, Venture Brothers is good Andy. too. Yeah. <laughs> Andy, you fucked look, up. I, look, we all make mistakes. Wait, is yeah. that a joke? Or? <laughs> no, that's a joke. That's a joke. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm so used to Bible Black is a hentai. <laughs> I'm so used to everybody fucking everything up at this point. I'm just like, I need to be, I need to be a hundred percent. I don't, I don't trust any of you. People. It's so fine, but that's a funny thing to get earnestly worried about. I don't know. Anyway. I, don't know. I have been betrayed so many times by so many people. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, Grim. I'm sorry. I I told you that we were doing an episode on Deep Throat. <laughs> it's yeah. gonna be a weird episode. That. <laughs> so okay, Grim. Have you watched? I I know that for this you watched fucking Tentacle Blasters three, but have you seen Venture Brothers? Oh yeah, I love Venture Brothers. Okay, good. Hell like, yeah. And there's not a whole lot in common between that and Japanese Schoolgirl Party Time Part Four through Seven. But there's a lot of teenage clones. Yeah, there's teenage clones. There's a little bit of TNA in both. There's uh, there's, there's characters. Old, there's old men being oddly sexual. Yeah. yeah. Towards underage old men being oddly sexual towards explicitly underage characters. True. They're, they're true. Yeah. Pedophiles. Yeah. Sergeant. Yeah. Yeah. No, we can draw some sharp compare. You know what? I think this episode's <laughs> going to turn out just fine. <laughs> We're there. We got yeah. It. No. Okay. No. Venture Brothers season three. So you know, Grim, you're a huge fan. Never seen this. I've never seen this season before, and Andy and Ty are also huge fans. So yeah. Uh. So you can just sit out for a bit. Let's. Yeah. Uh. Okay. I guess I'll go first since I I talked first. I guess. Yeah. Um. So this season's fucking great. It's. I, you know, I think I've mentioned this on the podcast that next season, Venture Brothers season four, uh, is my favorite of the show. But season three, I, I was expecting, coming in based on memories, to definitely like this season. But this season is almost as much of a jump from season two as season two was from season one. And I and I was a little taken aback by that. Mm. Um, like, especially in the first three episodes, which we'll get to when we do the lightning round. The, you know, this season comes on incredibly strong. It answers a lot of pre-existing questions. I feel like this is the first season of Venture Brothers that is truly, like, comfortable and and the world feels, like, lived in in a sense of, like, okay, this show has been gone for a while. Like, we are definitely beyond just introducing status quo stuff. You know, there are obviously a lot of new and great characters and characters who had small cameos who actually became real characters this season, but that's, that's my main takeaway is just that, like, 
this this feels like a proper sequel to season one and two, and it's full of great episodes. Um, mm. All right, Ty, what do you think? I think Andy likes this because this is where they start getting into the nerd bullshit continuity stuff. Uh, <laughs> that is part of it. I can't deny that. I no. mean, it's it's a good season. I again, I'm a, I'm a big fan of this show. I think it's very funny, but. I don't know. As like as we go through more and more, part of me is kind of like, ugh, I hate that. Like so much of this is I, just like knowing it's going to become the continuity stuff, and it's like even though it's like kind of charming, it's like, man, I really liked like season two. I like that was such a fun tone, and the the knowledge that like we're gonna shift to like, damn, y'all like the Marvel movie end scenes. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah there, there, I don't know. This I, is, I, this I mean, been the, I mean, this was a very good fucking season. In, in most of this season's defense, this came out around the same time as Iron Man one. Yeah. So we're not, we're not there yet. But I, I, I do understand. No, that, but that's what coming. I'm saying. It's like, it's like the part on the roller coaster where it's like you're like four fifths of the way up the hill, and it's like you can see it kind of peeking over, and you're like, oh boy, here we go. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that when we get to later seasons. We're gonna talk about uh, roller coasters. <laughs> Yeah! yeah, I'd love to talk about roller coasters. I love roller coasters. Those you guys, have any of you ever been to Cedar Point? I've oh, not yeah. been to Cedar uh, Point. I should have, but because uh, I, I I'm one state over from Ohio. But no, I've been um, Kings Island was uh, the main Ooh. theme park that I went. To. We what's, got what's on uh, Kings Island roller coaster wise? Uh, you got Beast. That's the big one. There's a bunch of other ones. Kings Island's pretty cool. Uh, it also has like a decent water park expansion. With like a giant ass wave pool and a bunch Ooh, of slides. Nice. Pretty nice. Hmm. Yeah, we our local one was uh Sea Breeze, which was uh had like a really cool like one of the oldest wooden roller coasters in the country. Mm. Uh that was really fun. Uh no, I, I like the season. I think it has enough like standout episodes. Like uh and, and the stuff with like the monarch like trying to hench Doctor Venture is like I think as fun as like the serialized storytelling stuff gets. But uh Oh, by the way, I, I, don't I don't know the, the specter. You. The specter of having to give a shit about war is kind of you <laughs> by, know haunting the, the season. By the way, I don't want to get too far into this, but I'm just going to throw this out there. Spencer, I'm assuming you liked uh, Doctor Mrs. The Monarch's uh, redesign this at the end of the season. Oh, I mean, who wouldn't? She's, yeah. She looks very good. Yeah, hubba hubba. Yeah, yo, it's cool. Oh, yeah, no, uh, Grim. What do you think of season three? <laughs> I love season three. Uh, it's got one of my favorite uh, Dr. Killinger jokes. Like, uh, basically, <laughs> oh, I just Killinger's love so Dr. Fun. Killinger so much. Yeah. Like, He's fantastic. <laughs> Yo, no cap, though. We are going to throw a party when Dr. Killinger is finally dead. <laughs> <laughs> I I do appreciate it. Um, I'm a huge fan of... Uh, I've always said Dr. Orpheus is the best portrayal of Dr. Strange that has ever existed. Yep. Uh, it just is so good and really into how pompous and like overly dramatic he is. And, yeah. you know, it, it's all for laughs. I don't know. I This season is one of my favorite seasons. Yeah. It does get a little lore intense near the end. And yeah. um, luckily, by the end, they I think the second to last joke in the entire series is literally like a poop joke. Like, they <laughs> end on a poop joke. So uh, That's good. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I, and also just 
If anything survived the great Warner Brothers Discovery Purge, please let it be the fucking Venture Brothers. <laughs> Jesus movie. Christ! Yes, and that oh, doesn't God. survive. It, I didn't even consider that that could have been on the chopping block. That sucks. Yeah, that would be just so brutal yeah. to the show. I will say they'll uh, have to go to Kickstarter to make it, and like I, I will honestly, say, they, Spencer, could, they would definitely like, they would make the budget back. They did. Oh, 100%. I will say, Spencer and Ty, yeah. uh, you're probably not going to be happy to hear this, but I'm at least happy to know that I'm pretty sure the uh, the second Aqua Teen movie got finished yeah okay. people were like posting the trailer for that or whatever uh, oh boy um okay so uh it's kind of weird that his name is dr strange when he's gay as hell right? <laughs> <laughs> he's named after the thing he doesn't get he's like, called dr weird. bug they should have called, called him doctor <laughs> yeah they should have called him dr hole <laughs> yeah <laughs> they should have called him dr hiv <laughs> <laughs> His hands get all fucked up so he can't jack anyone off. Yeah. <laughs> his yeah. hand, no, his hands get fucked up in like a glory hole accident. <laughs> <laughs> he has to travel to Fire Island instead of Mount Wondegore. <laughs> uh, wait, yeah. wait, is that where he goes? Or is he... He's astral projecting into Glenn Greenwald's house. Who amongst us? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, so... I'm going to say uh, I agree with Ty. If anything, I am maybe like a nudge more negative than Ty was on this season. It's okay. Look, it's good, obviously. Like, and I did myself no favors by binging the fuck out of this season, which like given how fast paced the show is and how much stuff is going on in any given well, episode bin- is. I, I don't is... think binging is a huge deal if you purge afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I agree with Ty. I like this season a decent bit less than season two. I think season two had like a really good mix of like the, you know, the kind of comic book storytelling they're heading for, but it's also still like a comedy and, now it just kind of hits this weird tone where, like, all they want to do is do serialized storytelling and, like, there's jokes, but the ratio shifted significantly and I just do not have the patience to keep up with all the shit you do that's have going on. a lot of... There are definitely plenty of good standalone episodes in the middle of the season, I would yes. say. No, there are, but... No, ge- it's it's a great season, but there's, like, tendrils of, like, nerd bullshit creeping in, for sure. Honestly, I'd say it's good. It's just, it's, like, it's not my favorite thing they've done so far, and I, I'm, I don't know. I'm just kind of... Uh, I think, like, every episode just has way too much shit crammed in. Almost every episode has, like, way too much shit crammed in, and again... This makes it sound like I hated it. I didn't. It's yeah. obviously a really good show. It's just like, this is probably like, honestly, my least favorite season just because of like, it's just exhausting, man. It's They've got too much going on and they're not always playing to their strong suits. So, yeah. Can I also, it feels like like their endings have gotten sloppier too. Like, that they is used, true. They used, to like end, that. they used to like end on like the perfect joke and now it's kind of like, they end on like a flop and then they like, explain shit in like the you know the like behind the or effort credits yeah. scene or whatever or it's like or it's you know well or the joke I, they land on is like kind of yeah it either falls flat or like they end on like a lore thing instead it's like yeah yeah i mean like in, the, in the um in the last season we singled out the uh the date night episode for praise because they've got like yeah. you know they juggled all like four different plots going on really well and they had them all converge really nicely but how every single episode has got like that level of just busyness and it is often at the expense of decent jokes and even like decent character building at times. There's just so much action and chaos happening and I, I don't know. It, it's uh, 
this episode, like this season, wasn't nearly my thing as much as the first two were. And if this yeah. is the this is the way the series is going to go, I am not looking forward to the later seasons. Yeah, well, who knows? It, it doesn't fully plunge for at least another two seasons, so you got that to yeah, no, to hold on to. But uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm with Ty on this one, and further than Ty, even it's just it's not quite as tight. It's not quite as sharp. It uh, it feels like their primary focus was on the serialized storytelling more than writing a comedy show you know like again and i and it's, it's not fine. that's not like the worst impulse like it's not no i mean i South like Park, a lot of stuff in the later seasons even though i prefer the comedy like when when they go full comedy and you know you kind of lose that as they're like oh no we love these characters too much it's like i love the characters too but like you know you're funnier than you are like storytellers yeah. but it's not the worst like it's not bad it's still like a good show towards the end i you know as the most sincere enjoyer of this kind of stupid nerd bullshit yeah i no i I don't agree i i mean i definitely do agree to some extent on the it's not quite as sharp i think that is a good observation like as as fair of like season two was a much more tightly oiled machine than season three was i will that is a fair criticism i do think but like Nah, nah. I, I'm not, I, well, I, would you would you argue though that in the later seasons that it is a different show than it was in the earlier absolutely. seasons? Absolutely. But I would say yeah. I would say that like maybe not to the same extent. Sorry if we're talking over you, Graham. Feel free to no, no, I'm interrupt this time. Yeah. I, I would say that like maybe not to the same extent the Venture Brothers is, but becoming a different show over seven seasons, especially when you're seven seasons over like 15 years that's not like insane no it isn't i've said from the beginning it's perfectly understandable given like the production times and given like you know the angles that they're coming at this thing from where it's like yeah they're both like geeks and like geek culture becoming ascendant like changes the fucking like battlefield or whatever like i totally get it i am just saying that i prefer the kind of gonzo you know go for broke comedy like you know total like total parody more than like the very continuity heavy like you know kind of kind of yeah. character you know f- fun like family reunion stuff that they end up doing later and, and i will and i will say what we're getting at is that this season is very much a transition season because because next season is when you really start getting much more meaty development yeah. and status quo shifts for a lot of characters with, yeah with revenge for, like revenge is next season right mm. yes yeah yes and you, you you've got that you've got hank like like, Hank and Dean are still very much in their season two counterparts, which they are not by the end of season four. Yeah. Um, you can see them starting yeah. to diverge a little bit this yes, season. Yes, yes. But it's, that's when it becomes uh, closet. Um, yeah, so, but in full, terms of, like... Yeah, eight, or the full Henchman 21 thing, you have all the stuff with, like, Sphinx and OSI and... Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I like that stuff. Mm. Um, well, I'm still optimistic. Maybe I'll, so, I'll be turned around, but yeah. They also have that, they, well, they, to be fair, they also have the episode where they just talk about hating Spencer for 30 minutes, which might be a turnoff for some people. No! I, 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 like, I really like that episode. I agree with, like, a lot of the design impulses that went into it. So, so like, I think, I think the best thing to start is to talk about new shit or, and also stuff that wasn't really prominent before. And there are two big examples uh, I can come to mind of characters that get a lot of play this season that didn't really before the, the big ones that i'm thinking of are uh sergeant hatred obviously of course. Yeah. Yeah. Also, yeah and also the moppets uh i would even, i would maybe argue 
Well, I mean, they got some play before, but I think like the Order of the Triad gets a good amount of stuff to do this season too. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's I? true. So, Phantom, yeah, Phantom that... Limb is well, actually, no, Phantom Limb doesn't have a whole lot to do this season. Yeah, mostly in flashback. But I will say, Sergeant Hatred. You know, as much as much problems as I had this season, Sergeant Hatred fucking rocks. He actually, yeah. you know what I'm gonna say also. What Jonas Jr. gets more play because he, oh, I mean, yeah. he yeah. showed up in what like twenty minutes to midnight last season. I think that was really the only time that like the beginning were the only times he showed up last season. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh man, Spencer, what you're telling me? You find the recovering pedophile character funny? This is an unexplored that's twist. Who's not, gonna... That's not fair, Andy. I know, I know, but Spencer I'm just... isn't recovering. <laughs> <laughs> Phew, I was gonna make that joke myself. You know what? So props to you, Ty. Oh. Yeah, We're no, on the same but page. Yeah. we are on the same page. I am not recovering and I have no <laughs> plans to. No, but um fucking rocks. I don't know. He it's the same deal with like Killinger basically where they take this character who's set up to be like this fucking insane menace and then just flip it on its head in a pretty obvious just way, a sweet but it's, guy, yeah. Yeah, but it's still funny like, you know, they make Killinger like a nice guy basically and they make him just this like pathetic you know, this pathetic buffoon who's, like, really sad that his wife is leaving him because he's a pedophile. And oh, God. I mean, this I mean, this season, like, hatred still is kind of, like, a force to be reckoned with. Like, yeah, especially later seasons, the, the he is fully out. just, like, a goofball. Like, he, like in, in later seasons, he's just, like, a big, friendly dog more than, like, a guy. Yeah, yeah. no. <laughs> yeah, no. It, they he's do like, a... what if a St. Bernard was also a pedophile? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, but uh, no, he is great. He's one of the highlights of the season, and his intro is so fucking funny. Oh, yeah? yeah. No. His intro where, like, Brock he's Samson like just murders a hundred guys, yeah. and then he's just like, I'm just giving you some flowers, man. Yeah. <laughs> that That's the big thing they go in with, with not to super spoilers where they go with hatred, because they don't really set that up, but there's a lot of comparisons back and forth between, say, hatred and Brock in mm. the show going forward, which I quite like. Yeah. Um, The Moppets. Yes. They're fucking creeps. Yeah. What do you think of them, Grim? I they are the only animated characters I've ever had nightmares about. (laughs) (laughs) I feel you, buddy. I feel you, buddy. I thought they were coming after you. (laughs) There was just something so like nefarious and evil about every vibe they put out. It's also just like scary as hell. Why does Grim, did you check under your bed to see if the Moppets were there? <laughs> it's also it's also just like Dr. Mrs. the Monarch's whole shtick is that she is the straight woman to to the monarch crew on the whole. And so yeah. so having her have the the most violent and creepy characters on the whole show as her like number twos, that's just like I I get why they went in that direction. And I do love how they are just a menace to 21 and 24. So, I'm going to say, I understand the impulse to have, like, an antagonistic force inside, like, the the monarch side of the story. Like, that totally makes sense to me. I get, like, the, you know, I get, like, the narrative impulse to put the Moppets in and, like, make them kind of, you know, have them butt heads with the monarch and the monarch henchmen and everything. And, like, I, I understand... I don't think I laugh once at anything that the mo- the Muppets do. I think they have some. Yeah. I, like, I like I yeah. like the scene where where they go to try and sleep in front of the monarchs. Bed. That is pretty funny. Where <laughs> they have a little that's kitty bed. That's the closest yeah. it gets to like. But I don't know because I think there's something so. I, I'm almost. I'm trying to figure out how to. They are it. very juvenile. Not even that. Like it's not even the juvenile. I just think like. <laughs> 
the joke writing once you t- and maybe it's just because you know it's 2008 it's like 14 years ago like obviously you know people's tastes are different but like i feel like the the show wants you to accept like oh these guys are creeps as being a replacement for writing a joke does that make sense yeah, yeah that makes yeah. a lot of sense yeah I I, it works to, for me though like that yeah and if it, if it works it works for me i don't know maybe it's just like there are so many other like elements of the show that like you know kind of straddle that line between like oh these people are kind of pathetic and kind of dangerous in a way that's funny better that i see the moppets and kind of like the the effort that i'm looking for is not there you know what it is it's the moppets are one of the few characters in the show that have the because it's it's big super villain characters who's a whiny baby these guys are dangerous creepy guys yeah in a in a pathetic veneer you know they're they're yeah. sort of the opposite of the the standard like venture brothers character yeah. archetype i i gotta agree with ty i wasn't a huge fan i think it's part of a problem where like the show is really really filling out its cast list now yes. like, it's got like a hundred fucking characters now it does not need more characters well i have good news they are going to i mean they're, they're never gonna stop adding characters but they do at least like as you can see in this season with 21 or 24, they do start clearing some of them out. And, yeah. Uh, that's, yeah. That's not, despite being the first major character death, it will not be the last. That um, is good because, like, they, they, they are just adding too many. And, like, it's not even like they're the worst thing in the world. Again, you know, that little kitty bed thing is funny, but, like, at the same time, this is a show that's packed with, like, really funny and inventive characters that has, like, they all have, like, a very unique angle on the archetypes that they are. Like, what if Henry Kissinger was Mary Poppins? Or. You know, what if the Harley Quinn style sex bot had a fucking four four pack a day voice? And then instead, there's just like, what if someone who looked cute was actually evil? And it's like it's it's a kind of honestly kind of hack by their standards, basically. Yeah, it's a little bit. I I, I do get yeah. where you're coming from. Yeah, no. So, you know, the, obviously, I don't think anyone here would put the Moppets in their top ten favorite Venture Brothers characters. But I think the other thing why I don't mind them is that they never, they're never, they, they don't get a spotlight episode. They are at best, like, in a B-plot for, like, five minutes of a of a 22-minute episode, at best. Mm. So, like, I, I never feel like they're overused. No, but there are some episodes right. where, like, they do kind of overshadow the B-plot. Uh, not yeah. not too many of them, but, like, they are, they are enough of a presence in enough episodes of the season where it's kind of like... Well, like you need to push the joke further than like, oh, these are little yeah. these are little guys who are mean, you know, like especially because like so many like of the other major characters or at the very least like characters who like inhabit the amount of like screen time that they do like are so specific and the like the not only just like the writing but also the performances are like so exact for them and like they hit like such a weird like strange note that these two like you could see these you could see these up fucking drawn together you know it's like they're not like like they don't i don't think they are to the kind of like i don't think they're in a rhythm with like a lot of the other characters in the show which i don't know maybe that's the point but it it doesn't work It, it feels to me, it feels like they did not put in the the elbow grease necessary to make them interesting. And like the stuff okay. with them like perving on like Doctor Mrs. the Monarch, like it's not like a terrible joke, but it is very just like again, it's like the first thing, thing you think of. 
And they do it so they do it so much better with twenty one. And I don't I'm not even a huge fan of like the twenty one stuff, like when he wants to fuck, you know, Dr. Mrs. Monarch, but like if you're doing that joke, they do it way better with another character who we also yep. like. You know, it's like why right. you're double dipping and you're not doing as good a job. No, you know 100%. what I will say that this season at least does have a lot of good, like one off characters who are just here for a little bit. Like, obviously, you've got, like, the, the gender swap venture family. Yeah. I love, uh, I love that Doc- whole episode. That's, well, I, are we doing yeah, a lot of you really think? Or? Uh, yeah. Dr. Dugong, henchman number one. Mm. Uh, I almost called him by a different name. Uh, that, that No spoilers. And, uh, you know, they, they at least still have, like, a bunch of fun one-off adventures and more irrelevant characters here that, that work well. Oh, Dermot! Oh, yeah, well... Dermot is, he's hes a bit player. Dermot's going to become yeah. very, very important next season. I love Dermot. Yeah, but like, he's, he's still like hanging around. Like he is, he is definitely a part of it, even though he's less like, like a support. He's less like, you know, part of the supporting cast and more just like, hey, Hank has like an annoying friend sometimes. Dermot, but- I would say is a, is a better take on what Triana was doing in the sense of oh, yeah. normal teenager hanging out with the venture kids. Yep. Yeah. That's actually, I think, a good point, because, yeah, they're basically the same character, but it's like, with Triana, it's like, what if there was a normal kid who thought the Ventures were weird, and the other one is like, what if, and, and Dermot's like, what if there was a normal kid who, like, was instantly trying to, like, bully the Ventures, or was trying to be, like, was as weird as the Ventures, but in a conventional way. Yes. Which I think fits mm. better with like the, the pace and like the, the rhythm of the rhythm of the show. Yeah. Um so I think we gotta jump to the back half if we're doing a lightning. Oh god, round. how long have we Wow yeah, we've been going for twenty five minutes. Christ. This is a good ass <laughs> show. Crazy. Yeah, no. Yeah, there's a lot to dig into. But yeah, yeah, no, I I have registered my complaints, but like at the same time, I don't want to make it sound like I dislike this or I'm not like incredibly impressed by this show. It's just it's uh it was a bit of a step down for me, and I, I was a little let down, especially considering how much Andy has fucking hyped up this 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 yeah. couple of this batch mean, of seasons. It would be like bringing a kid to Disney World, but on the way you like break your toe, you know, and it's yeah. like I don't want to ruin this for him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay, but we got to go to the back half. So we we're gonna yeah. do another lightning round, and catch you all next time. And we're back. It is time for a lightning round. And let's go. Let's try to go a little fast this time because I'm not looking forward. I'm not trying to do a 70 minute episode. Sh- uh, Shadow Man 9 and the Cradle of Destiny. Good episode. Solid. Yeah. yeah. No, the joke of just 20 or getting completely screwed over and, and for bullshit the Monarch did was, was pretty Yeah, good. I, had, I had never gotten 
the joke in previous watches that like, oh, 24 had put on the monarch's henchman uniform and that's why she's like, oh, he's creepy. And that, I yeah. just, I finally got that this watch. And I'm like, that's so fucking funny. These guys are so yeah. good at writing comedy. Because it, it feels like such a like, oh yeah, okay, this is like, you know, a plot turn that makes sense. And then like tying it into like a punchline 15 minutes later, it's like, I love joke writing. I love jokes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's yeah. it's really good. Yeah. I love delayed gratification. Ah. Also, it is something that I noticed because they don't care about underbite, uh, that I just realized like, oh, they never pay off the fact that the monarch was the guy who blew off his fucking jaw. Huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well. Hey. Oh, well. You know what? I it could be worse though. You know, like they could have done an episode about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh boy, that would have been terrible. Yeah, no, this is a this one's a lot of fun and I do love if they're going to do lore backstory episodes, do it about these two because they're like the best well, part of the show. I, I think part of it is, yeah, that and also like they have like the fun construction to it where it's like, oh, you know, the monarch's telling a story and then it cuts to Dr. Girlfriend telling the story. At the, the same story. time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like, it's like, it's got like a structural trick so it doesn't feel just like, oh, here's the all the fucking exposition that we need to give you, which like it, it kind of can get at points. Yeah, and I think that's, like, a good tip. God, this is not funny at all, but, like, I think that's a good tip for, like, if you're writing stuff. It's, like, if you need to get a lot of information across, a good way to do that is to hide it within, like, an interesting structure, you know? Yes. Yeah. No, 100%. It's, it's, uh, the Doctor is Sin. Grim, you haven't gotten a chance to speak in a little bit, so what do you think of this one? Uh, that's actually Yeah, so actually what I think about this one is... uh, I think it's my favorite of the season, but I'm also, like there's multiple things happened and when this i watched this contemporaneously when it came out and i was literally reading a book on kissinger at the time so Ah. there's the killinger aspect as well as like hijinks with orpheus and i'm a huge fan of orpheus and brock hijinks yeah yeah no i mean it's a great killinger showcase and the payoff at the end that rusty is basically a super villain already (laughs) yes that's really clever that's one of the more fun like conceits of this whole show is like yeah like every like everyone on either side like of the osi of like the guild of climbing intent everyone in sphinx it's like the reason that they're all doing this is because in their hearts they're basically just the same dorks with a different coat of paint you know yeah, right. yeah. and that's like such a that's just such like a fun thing to underpin your whole like because you need to do that to make like an effective superhero parody i think like you know cause it's like Oh, you can either have the boys where it's like, what if, you know, what if superheroes were crazy dangerous? And what if they were, what if they were like freaking celebrities, but also they were like freaking war criminals? And it's like, I mean, that you could do that. But I feel like the more effective way to do it is like, yeah, like the people who like these in the real world, they're all fucking losers. They're all like fucking comic book, you know, comic book store going to Magic the Gathering playing dorks, regardless of like, if they're the secret agents or they're the secret, or the you know, the, the fucking mad scientists. Mm. Sorry, I these episodes I'm not funny on because I just have so many fucking thoughts about the. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. All of our all no, of our dorky all ass fans love it when we just fucking get to yeah. gush about this bullshit. But yeah, no, it's it's a good episode. Uh, it's a lot of fun, and I, God, I love just how terrible fucking Rusty is. Like I'm a yeah, I'm a oh, huge, he's so pathetic. He's just I such am a little a, worm. I am such like a sucker for just a completely unlikable main character, just yeah. a total yeah. piece of shit. 
and they go Spencer so Spencer looking hard. in the mirror being like, damn, this show rocks. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I yeah. feel like they didn't use enough. One of the biggest regrets I have with the show is around season two, they figured out that they actually can't violate the Hanna-Barbera rights because they were owned by oh, the same yeah. company. That's why they do, they show Johnny Quest. So now it's like, oh, we get that. I, I wish they would have had fun with that. And they, they really never did other than Johnny Quest character. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. I mean the the whole Benton Quest thing that they do. They did. They did yeah. do uh, the Scooby Doo with serial killers last. Season. That's yeah. true. That's true. Yeah. But uh, no, they they um. I I okay. So I read the book like a couple months ago. The uh, Go Team Venture. Like it was like you know they go through episodes. It's like an art part art book, part like commentary, whatever. And they they were they talked a lot about, or at least a bit about how like they they had to be very careful around like you know, co-opting those copyrights a lot of the time because, like, you know, they were kind of like a minor operation on right. Adult Swim's dime, and it's like they didn't want to, like... They like they, they weren't yeah. supposed to, like, bring in that kind of trouble Plus or whatever. Plus, you also have, like, any former corporate big breaks that might have been involved or fans that you don't want to piss off or people like that. Right. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. And, again, I'm not on the production side. I don't know, like, what what it... Like, what it all looked like, but the the kind of understanding I got was, like... They they were like careful to not come out and say most of the time like yeah this is like that's why they call him Action Johnny it's like right. yeah we all know this is Johnny Quest but we can't say that you know I think I think um the the reason why this didn't also go in making fun of Hanna Barbera stuff is because like at the same time seasons like one through two at least one and two were airing I think it was canceled by season three fucking Harvey Birdman was on and that's oh, basically that's the entire show yeah. if you want that <laughs> which I was a huge fan of Harvey Birdman Harvey so Birdman Attorney at Law is a great show that, that whole run of shit that Adult Swim did where it was just like taking the old Hanna-Barbera guys and yeah. it, we were like instead of like being this like what if Yogi Bear was fighting like a super spy what if it was just like <laughs> fucking funny it was such a great turn for like that uh, whole I think, operation I think the first episode was literally what if like Johnny Quest dad and his you know his lover Reese or whatever the, yeah. the other R- race Royce I can't remember I think his name I want to say it's race yeah race yeah O'Bannon or something it's very Irish but they, like they want to get gay married yeah. and I think that was the very first uh, Harvey Birdman episode no that i mean that because it was that there was space ghost there was brack there was like yeah, oh yeah that God, really what was a great what, little crop of because because yeah. the like merger between Hanna barbera getting bought out by uh the rest of warner brothers or however that went down that happened right around the same time as the creation of adult swim yeah right anyway all right uh, we gotta keep moving invisible yeah, hand of faith great episode uh, maybe my favorite a- episode of the season it's, uh, yeah, it's pretty um, listen i know i was railing against the lore shit but i love billy Quizboy so much i would want <laughs> I, you could you could have billy Quizboy like just recite everything that happened in the war of 1812 and i would watch it because i love billy Quizboy. <laughs> prepare for the nozzle yeah <laughs> sit still I, the I, nozzle this is calendar. the first time this is the first time they really yeah. also use hunter gatherers in a way that like makes him an interesting. Kid. He's such a piece of shit. Spencer, what was your what was your take on hunter gatherers this season? Uh, which one's hunter gatherers again? Sorry, the, Bro- Brock's former mentor, who is now a who is now a buxom babe. Uh, yeah. Oh, he was fantastic this season. The twist. Oh, I meant more great. like I meant more like sexually. <laughs> no, no, thank you. <laughs> I'll pass. I'm not. I'm not that easy. But come on now. But. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, this episode's solid. I think uh, I think I'm not as attached to Billy Quizboy as you all, so I'm not like 
as in love with this one as you all. But the the stuff with the dog fights is really funny. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, just Pete also. Just wait until Angus St. Cloud gets here. You will, you will, you will love. Such a piece of shit. Pete might be like, Pete might be the biggest scumbag in the series next to Rusty. Yeah, no. Yeah. It's like it's like Rusty, Jonas, Pete, basically. The the thing at least Rusty is the most self-aware about his scumbaggery. Yeah. Pete is the Pete least. is completely fucking delusional. Yeah. Yes. You like you you kind of get the impression that like the only time Pete has ever reflected on himself was that little bit between like Billy leaving and them bringing Bill and the OSI bringing Billy back. Like, that is the only time he has ever thought critically about, like, oh, I might be a bad guy. And the, and the, the you know, you talked about how the postgrad stuff isn't this good. But this might be my favorite of, of Billy just waking up and just immediately jumping up and yeah. biting Brock it's, in the neck. Yeah. He's just a feral little dork. I love, I love Billy Quinn's voice so feral much. Feral little dork yeah. who's gotten the worst luck of anyone in the world. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> He got mauled by a dog, and then Pete's just like, okay, we can move past this. <laughs> Home is where the hate God. is. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, Sergeant Hatred is, I think, in the way that they use him this season, one of the best. I feel like it it kind of loses some steam as it goes on. Yeah. But, like, original Sergeant Hatred, where it's, I think it's, like, the perfect. Because he's still very competent. Yeah. Well, I, I and I think, like, I think what they do with him is, like, the perfect representation of, like, what they do with the Guild and OSI in general, where it's, like, yeah, he recognizes this is kind of silly and frivolous. And he's, like, listen, this is my, like, career. Like, this is what I do for a living. But, like, you realize we're dorks in, like, costumes play I... fighting. And, and the also... idea of, like, yeah, that is such a perfect like encapsulation of how they treat like the superheroes, supervillains, super science stuff of this show. Where it's like you you can't help but like him as a character. Plus the fact that like oh the performance is just really fun and strong. Also, yeah. one of my favorite like smaller moments uh, in the show is just like Brock just just bored out of the party, hiding in another room, just watching a, a, a fucking documentary on the History Channel about a giant about medieval siege weaponry. It's like yeah, just 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 bored out. Yeah, I like that scene. That's always stuck with me. I lo- and we there are other points where you, you know like uh, how how Brock's passcode is like Dan Led Zeppelin like for his car is like it's Led so Zeppelin rock. Yeah, it's John Bonham is awesome. Yeah, John Bonham rules or whatever. Yeah, or 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 how he like geeks out over the over the death laser or whatever. It's like that's one of my favorite little twists. Is like. Showing that Brock is as much of a fucking loser as Rusty in his way, you know, like yeah, he's like no, he can sure. like he can you know score with any babe on earth. He you know can kill any man. He's like an unstoppable fighting fucking murder machine. You know, it's the epitome of cool. But it's like, yeah, he's also a dork. He al- he's also like a geek for all this old shit. Yeah, he's like a buff Danny McBride. Exactly. Kind of his- yeah, he like he's like superficially very cool and like he's like you know he's got swag or whatever. But it's like. He is as much of a dork as Billy Quizboy is. He's just yep. not as like outward about it. Yeah. And that's that's so fun, because they all are that. Everyone in this fucking show is that to different degrees. Alright. Uh yeah. buddy system. Probably uh, the most scum Rush, Rusty's been this whole season, at yeah. least. Of like him leaving a kid to die to a girl. Yeah, the kid dying thing was really fucking yeah. wild. But uh yeah, yeah, this one this one I is just this is one of those episodes this season that's just way too 
busy. Like, there's just too much yeah. shit going on. It's kind of a, like, they just threw everything into the fucking pot with it. And, like, they're... You, they're... Don't, need a, you don't need an H&J plot, man. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. calm down. I, I also feel yeah. like you could have ended, the, like, the stuff with Dr. Z showing up after. Like, you could have ended it with the, with the conversation between Pete and, and Rusty. Yeah. Like, after the grill. Like, that, I think, would be a better... Like, I feel like, yeah, it's, like, an episode where it's, like, there is so much going on that, like, it is more... It is easily more easily recognized as, like, its big moments than any actual plot that goes on. It's, like, yeah, the gorilla killing the kid, you know, Dean beating up Dermot. It's, like, it has, like, standout moments. You know, the Brock, like, the little parts of, like, Brock trying to kick the shit out of Dermot. But it's, like, as an episode, it is very, like, unwieldy, you know? Yeah. No, 100%. But still, funny dead kid. Uh, yeah. Doctor Doctor Quine, medicine woman, banger all time. Yeah, so good. banger, perfect, so good. I love Rusty the Rusty almost scores. Rusty almost scores. I love the yeah. clown car of everyone almost having sex this episode. Uh, yeah, the fucking the weiradial, fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> just everything about this episode kicks ass. It's, it's the the best joke in that entire episode is like the fantasy of like what if these two smoking hot blonde twins were like you know like every I feel like that's like such a common but like the idea of like yeah these two buxom twins and they're going after the guy who would like get scared if they like touched his <laughs> bicep. It's so perfect. It's such a oh my god, I love it. Yeah, no, yeah. all time yeah. great one. All right, what goes down must come up. Also, I think this might be busy. I, yeah. busy. I think this might be the most season twoy of the of the like in terms like I thought hmm. I, in my head I was like Did they, I thought this happened last season. Um, Maybe I think it's just it's just it feels like in the sense of Rusty and the gang have to fuck up cleaning up his dad's mistakes again. Like it's a very straightforward episode. It's not one of the best. Um, but it does have good stuff in it, but I do understand that it being too busy thing. Yeah, just too much shit going on. I do like the Order of the Triad getting fucking terrified of the computer, but... Yeah. Oh, boy. And, like, there's so much shit happening, and a lot yeah. of it isn't very funny. I feel yeah. like there's, like, a way that Public and, and Hammer can get where it's, like, they are a little too... And again, you know, that also builds into, like, the, the lore stuff that we were talking about in the first half of the episode. But I feel like they, they can get into a mode where it's, like, they are a bit too enamored of, like, all of, like, the, you know, nerd ephemera that they were exposed to as kids, where it's, like, they it, it affects their ability to make, like, a coherent plot or episode. You know, you know what no, else right. I think it is this season is, is something that... I think this is the first time Doc and Public have really sat down and realized... Oh, we just have as long of a production cycle as we fucking want. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this and could that, be seven God years. damn, I'm so yeah. jealous. But yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no. what? Well, that did I mean, catch besides up the show, like, yeah. do, like, do we? Do any of us have like deadlines for like creative stuff we're doing? I'm trying to. No, Not but expensive. no, but I mean, just yeah. like being able to being given do as a show, do a show, and have as long of a leash oh. as you fucking want is yeah. like. That's I mean, a dream for me. Have kind of a long leash on this thing. Yeah, no. Yeah, we, we can do episodes where it's like, like, yeah, we're gonna smoke weed and like watch a show that came out in 1979. Well, I think you know? Spencer, <laughs> it's more like a show, show. Yeah, a sure, show, granted, show. Yeah, granted. But, yeah. but still, I don't I'm know. just, you know. Yeah, no. I don't know. Uh, now, now, museum. Now you don't. Oh, oh wait, here's a, we forgot about. Oh, tears of a sea cow. Tears of a sea cow. That's correct. Yes. Um, barely remember this one. It's kind of a nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I can't. Did I even watch this one? This one yeah, does that's have. What I'm wondering. This is the one I, I where he like hunches the wall, like the Dugong or the. Yeah, Doctor Dugong. The manatee okay. guy in the. 
Yeah, and he just um, shoots him in the face. Yeah, uh, yeah and then it's like, and then it's like the henchmen are trying to sneak, and they like are all hanging out. Yeah, with the, the you know what it is. This is two episodes yeah. stuck together. Yeah, it uh, yeah. the Dugong stuff <laughs> is funny. Like half an episode. Yeah, it's yeah. It's definitely an episode of the Venture Brothers. Like the, this, yeah, like the entire that... episode should be a B plot for another yes. episode. Now museum, now you don't know. Okay, so this is definitely a very busy one, but this is one that I that's busy in a way that I like. Yeah, well, I think it's busy. I, I think it works more than the other episodes because it's busy, uh, but all but it's centralized. And I don't think it's a great yes. episode by any means, but I yeah, think this that one... like, I prefer it to what goes down because like it is all happening in like the same setting, so it is easier to connect all of the all of the. This one did pieces. not do it for me. Oh, I'm okay. sorry. I like I, yeah. I love fucking Spencer hates love... museums because he doesn't like learning. Yeah, uh, Professor Impossible's <laughs> depressed divorce guy. I like the, the senior citizen supervillains. I like the the pirate guy having a midlife crisis. I think I I don't know. I really I think this episode's solid. <laughs> no, I mean there's an I I'm not a huge fan of this episode either. I'm just saying like structurally, I think it is cleaner than like the other messy ones we don't like. Really, I think if this episode gives us anything, it's the idea that like. Oh, yeah, Jonas Jr. is not just, like, annoying because he's perfect. He is kind of, like, a sanctimonious piece yeah. of shit. Also. Like, he, he, it pulls, it pulls Jonas Jr. down from being, like, a one-note joke about, like, haha, Rusty can't live up to Jonas's legacy to, like, oh, this guy's kind of a piece of shit and character in his own right, you know? He is, like, look, I gotta keep up appearances, you know? Yeah. And he doesn't, he's not, well, like, he doesn't do anything too bad, but he is, like, he's a guy who pours himself into his work and is, like, everything. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, and I'm not, I'm not saying that Jonas Jr. is, like, a, you know, terrible, like, he's as bad yeah, as Rusty or whatever, or even, he's, like, as bad as most of these guys, but I think that giving him depth helps. lets their ability to use him in future stories grow, you know? Right. Uh... Speaking of which, I'm not even going to try and say that. Anyone else want to take a crack at it? The lepidopterists. Thank you. Thank you. Is there like yeah. lepidiatrists for some reason? I don't know. Are there some... <laughs> like a doctor of butterflies? Yeah, there's some uh, There's some fancy lad pronunciation, but... Um, oh, is there? I'm not sure. Let me look how it's pronounced, since I, I could have sworn in my head it Here, was... Here, what if we do this for 20 minutes? Yeah, or... Um... <laughs> uh, so I, yeah. No, it is lepidopterist. My bad. Yeah, this one is, is is more of a we, we need to get back to a different status quo change it but I do think like pairing Monarch up against the other fucking uh, Venture Brother I think is like at least a fun <laughs> dynamic at least. Yeah. yeah. Right. The, so the stuff with Hedgeman I will 1 say, is I love that shit. Yeah that's <laughs> yeah. very funny. He's great. I will say other than that like I, I like all of the bureaucracy stuff when it comes to the Guild Neo SI but I mean if Jonas Jr. has never, to me, been able to serve as a lead in his own stories. And no. mostly mostly because I hate his supporting cast. Like, Ned is not fucking funny. No. Like, it's just one joke that they never really figure out what to do. I do like the uh, pirate, the, the, guy, pirate but... cap- the pirate captain is the best of them. But, like, Mrs. Impossible, it's like, oh, it's a... Or Mrs. Improbable, it's like, oh, it's a woman. Yeah, you know, you know what? That That's yeah. a fair credit. They are the weakest. Like, this is part... Uh, so, I and that's I, the thing, like, I think, I think Jonas Jr. works as, like, a foil to other, like, when other characters are leading a story, but when he leads a story, it's like, he doesn't have the proper support he needs to, like, make it interesting. Uh, that's fair. Yeah. I do at yeah. least also like the, the running gag of the pirate being a fucking dark gun addict. Just fucking, yeah. tran- that's like, great. hopped up yeah. on tranquilizers. Yeah. Um, no, Pirate Captain is, is a great character. I, um, I also, um, yeah, the, the, the Henchman Zero stuff's pretty, really good. 
on. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it does get kind of like, it does get kind of like scream and like, haha, we're lampshading, get it? But like, they have earned doing that maybe once. Yeah. Um. All right. Orb. Uh. This one, this one's. I like this one. Uh, again, busy. Just so much, yeah. so much information oh, being pummeled at you. But this one, at least, like, this one, it, it's not just busy for the sake of busy. It's busy because they want to do this, especially in the last final two-parter. We want to do a big episode, like a deliberately yeah. structured, yes. here is an event episode. And I really like, love the last two episodes, but yeah, this one's like a lot of table setting. And I was like, oh boy. <laughs> and, 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 and they do do a really good payoff with the orb later uh, that I like. Yeah. Mm. And well, and then I think part of why this episode itself also kind of works for me is that like, because it is busy, but it is like everything that happens in it is built around like a very clear progression, you know, like, oh, there's like a very clear goal that like we're heading towards. So like, you you never lose yourself in the way that you do with like, you know, what goes down must come up or like, uh, uh what was the other one we we brought up is uh, buddy system yeah, where it's yeah. like because because it's like oh these characters are like clearly working for a goal like when it gets when when they like figure out what that goal is it's like oh all of this biz- all of this messiness is like heading in the same direction yes. you know what do you okay what do you think of this episode Grim I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to give you up yeah oh wait, I'm sorry Grim we we especially with this show we are so good at like we get high no, getting into our own little autism <laughs> yeah. bubble yeah. No, I'm definitely on my own track. No, it, uh, the, I like this episode, but it is like, it does feel, you can tell it's a busy lead up to a, a two-parter and yeah. it, you know, I can tell you contemporaneously, I was kind of like not thrilled. I had to wait another week and a half for you yeah. know, the next two episodes. Yep. Uh, uh, were you watching this when it came out? Yep. How old were you? Uh, in 2008, I would have been 22. Jesus Christ, no way. <laughs> yeah, another old person. <laughs> yeah, we, we did this last time. We gotta stop bringing old people on this fucking show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we... Why uh, do we do this? How do we even get... How do, how do senior citizens even accept our invites? I yeah, know. They could screen the mail. <laughs> yeah. Jesus, how did you, like, even get here? Like, your fucking hip is broken. How did you vlog on... <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, he's doing this through AOL right now. Yeah. Wait, what are you guys? Do you doing have like are like are you recording this through like a tin can with a string? <laughs> uh, you can laugh about all that one. You're the one who's going to have to edit it, so you know. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, the audio quality is great from that tin can. No, it sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah. Are you like? Is it like Campbell's? There's like... no bleed That's from right. that tin can. I think yeah. it's Progresso. Uh, I think. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh man. Boy. Okay, the family that stays together stays together. This one, great. Great uh Ooh, yeah. I, I also really like the the twist ending of oh, fucking uh Molotov just fucking absolutely just played Brock beautifully. Yes. Just yeah. utterly lied to his fucking face and he didn't even consider it. Twenty four dies. Yeah. Yeah. Which is gonna be a big thing going forward. Big even yes. though like yeah. Like, it is kind of funny, like, in the moment, it's like, oh, that's, haha, that's a good joke. It's like, oh, we've been building up how, you know, indestructible these guys are all season. Well, what and, if one of them died? And ha, also the, the, the like, foreshadowing. It really does, like, oh, sorry, what do you... Well, also the foreshadowing in the Butterfly episode of, you know, we know where, where they, they talk about characters' names of, of Gary Hall and, and, like, yeah, and just, like, never know, you never learn 24's name. 
Mm. They, they yeah. think we did, but no. But yeah, so like with all of that buildup though, like the joke, like the, the clear joke is like, haha, they can die. You know, we, we, we were saying that they're indestructible. Clearly they're not, you know, set up punchline. Also, but it really, it really does like change the course of the show more than maybe any other decision that they made. Also that like. fucking head landing. In also the the conceit of Brock going, I'm gonna fucking take your car. It blows up. <laughs> Cut to 24's head landing in 21's hands, just the burning <laughs> with Nacho on his face. Yeah. Also, like I like the assassin trio earlier in the episode. Uh, I like uh, the I forget the his name, but the Teddy Roosevelt general. He's fun. Traster. Traster. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Also, um, we haven't talked about them, but they're new characters. Uh, Cardholder and what's his face. Uh, I mean, they're fun. Doe. It's like funny them. that they're all named after like John Doe or whatever, because like they are completely fucking nothings of characters. No, I, I, I like their dynamic. I like the the snappy like four, they're the guys in black and white. Uh, the who work for the OSI, they show up in some of the stuff. They're yeah, wearing I think the it's fedoras. Card holder. Yes. Yeah. No, they're they're very nothing of characters. But no, and again, you know, like like with um, Orb, I feel like and like better than Orb because like it's simpler, but like. Yeah, everything in the episode is built around one conceit of like, oh, people are coming after Brock. Brock is trying to get away from people. Also, the cons- I also yeah. like this is probably the best use of the Batman stuff in the whole show. Or Hank <laughs> genuinely betr- like be- befriending and like diffusing the situation with an assassin trying to kill them because of their mutual love of Silver Age comic books. And Brock just kills him anyway. <laughs> That's also Rusty in taking a shower, and that's going on. Just This is why Daddy has to drink. It has solid jokes. I even don't think it's, like, as funny as, like, some of the earlier, like, the episodes earlier, but, like, there, it is just, like, it, it is clean, and it is, like, straightforward enough in terms of, like, its construction, where it's, like, I just had a good time watching it. It was just, like, it went down very, very easy. It's what you want from a, from a more narrative-driven season finale. I think that's a, that is a good way to put it. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, I think that's gonna do it. Uh, decent season overall. Good. Good yeah. stuff. Yeah. All join right. It, join us next time for uh, because because it's um, split up into two parts. Season four, part one. Although that's gonna be in a little bit since next week we've got a surprise for you all. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah, we do. Yeah. Also, uh, Grim, do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, no, I'm just I'm still doing the greatest depression. Uh, I'm taking uh uh. September and October off, so I'm going to pause everything for that. But then, uh, hopefully, it should be coming out early yeah. this year. Enjoy your vacation months. Yep. Otherwise, that's going to do it, and uh, catch you all next time. Bye bye. Yep. Bye bye. Bye. Cool, cool. I don't think we have anything super pressing. No. Nope. Pressing to Grim, do. just always feel Although, free to cut know, in whenever you want to. Uh, yeah. 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 No, we're, I'm just listening, to be honest, at this point. Yeah. We're, we're talking-ass people, so like sometimes yeah. you just have to... Especially about this fucking show. Yeah. Like... Oh, God. What? <laughs>
sent me. I, uh, I don't know this guy, but I know he's like a freak, right? Yeah, he's a total freak. He sent me. He's trying to like. Is he trying to hang out in the DMs? <laughs> I hate that faggot so much. I'm he sucks. going to kill he's him. He's such a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> he's such a fucking loser. He is such a like. I remember I was talking to fucking me and Felix talk about how much we fucking hate this guy because he would told me that one time he posted about like some girl was posting like I just watched American Hustle, what a great movie, and he responded with, "One time I went to the theater and saw that movie, and when I came back, I learned that my dog had died." <laughs> That's so cool and funny. He was also she's definitely gonna sleep with. He you. also like had a meltdown defending a J.K. Rowling once. Why? Yeah. Yeah. And now he, now he's like Here, a, you ready? No, he's like a full blown like oh, fucking God. <laughs> Oh, I see, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, he uh he I think he got drunk once and sent a uh, Hessa DM saying that like I don't know if this is offensive but you kind of look like a transgender Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> wow. I mean he's right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean he's not wrong but at the same time like you're not like, supposed and that's to like say a that. It is yeah. a compliment but like come on man. <laughs> Yeah, have some don't, tact. I would say like, yeah, rule of thumb is like, don't use a guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't use a guy. Like, all, and don't yeah. like make that your opening line. Like that is. Yeah. That's a yeah, part, huge party foul there. I need to teach him a few <laughs> lessons. So, so many fucking like freaks and faggots are trying to like yeah. DM me shit, right? Like after the, that dumb oh, fucking. by the way. You need to, like, yeah, you need post. to go back to being a lesbian because like now you. You're you're attracting these guys like flies. By the way, t- Ty, although it I didn't stop you, uh, it, it, have you posted on your priv recently? Because it seems like something. So here's what happened. You ready? Okay. Yeah. Yes. They, I made like some post being like, "Oh, you should kill yourself," to, like some someone, and they were like, "Oh, you have to delete this." So I tried to go in, and they were like, "Oh, you need to put your phone number in." But because I had previously used it for my main, it was like, "Oh ah. no, this is already in use," and it's like, "Okay, well, it's not my phone number, my main anymore, so it's not in use." But so that took like a week of me trying to fix that. Eventually, I just reached out to my friend that was like, "Could I just like..." borrow your phone number just to like send this code to and then you know delete it so i did that i got in immediately it was like oh you're limited for a week or whatever and then it just every time i try to log in now it does the thing where it's like um it's like oh you're limited for this long and then i'm like okay let me through and i press start and then it brings me back to that and it's just like it's like a you know like it, it soft locked me in ah, like that oh geez. this is how much time you have so i have to wait for that like that account limiting to stop to even see like if i can get into it that's it's cool. the it's the worst website ever made yeah. it's made by also, fucking morons. wasn't your wasn't your I, well, I guess it's your main at this point spencer your account was having a bunch of fun it was insane it was it would keep dropping my following and follower count down to like five or three so it would yeah yeah randomly boot me from people's alt accounts and i'd have to refresh a hundred times then it wouldn't show me notifications and it was just like freaking out for like six days straight. So it's like, all right, I'm gonna deactivate so I can write some. This is it's terrible. like they made the whole website on a TI eighty four. Yeah, no, it, it's it's it, it's fucking insane. Yeah, no, it's so yeah. broken and dumb. All right, we gotta. I'm gonna. Yeah, I gotta cook soon, so we gotta get into the back end. Yeah, no, we can let him. Hey, let let him cook. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> right. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. 